Ahoy, ahoy, Paloy, and welcome to the Rec Room Radio Hour podcast. In this podcast, we look at the local music scene here in the Susquehanna Valleys, from Danville down to Northumberland, up to Williamsport, Lock Haven State College, back down to Lewisburg, Sealands Grove, and Sunbury. We have a thriving local music community and we are going to delve a little deeper into some of the artists and bands that make this area one of the hot music spots in the state and country. So again, welcome to the Rec Room Radio Hour podcast. And welcome back to the Rec Room Radio Hour podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lundy. And for the next uh, little over an hour, we're going to sit down with Celtic Wooden Wires, uh, the area's premier uh, Celtic band, uh, one of the area's premier bands in general. Uh, They've been together since 2018, but uh, post-pandemic have been making a huge impact on uh, the local music scene here in the Susquehanna Valleys. They have a huge fan base and uh, they are uh, doing a monthly residency down at the Moon and Raven uh, public house in Williamsport Uh, but they are playing all over the place uh, not only during uh, the St. Patrick's Day month but also uh, throughout the year as well. So without further ado we're going to uh, talk with uh, Celtic Wooden Wires, uh, Carl Finnerty, Sandy Finnerty, Shelly Whitnack, uh, Billy Joe Shank, and Michael J. Miller make up uh, this ensemble. We're going to chat with them after they play us in with John Ryan's Reel and Tell Me Ma here on the Rec Room Radio Hour podcast.
that was great. That was, uh, that was Celtic wooden wire, Celtic wooden wires. Yes. <laughs> I am here with Celtic wooden wires, and you just heard John Ryan's reel with uh, Tell Me Ma, which uh, uh, is off their album, Not Shut the Back Door, correct? That's correct. That's correct. It's not shut the back door. It's close the back door. If you ask a certain publication. No, no. Be nuts. Be nuts. Be nuts. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, welcome to the Rec Room Radio Hour. Uh, and uh, as, as you've heard, we are here with Celtic Wooden Wires. It's plural. I was schooled yesterday. And um, Celtic Wooden Wires has a, uh, has a, uh, a, a very... Uh, Profound history in the uh, in the annals of the Rec Room Radio Hour. The first song that we played on the show was Celtic Wooden Wires. So uh, it's great to have you guys, and um, you're going to be the first interview uh, that we have. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We're, we appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you guys having me over here to, to uh, record in your studio. So let's go around the room. This is not like an icebreaker thing. Uh, but uh, or you can you can make it an icebreaker thing you know say something nice about the person directly across from you. Uh, we're gonna go around the room from my right to your left or whatever it is, uh, and um, we're just gonna get some names to put with uh, put with voices, and uh, we can uh, go from there. So first up is Shelly Whitback. And what do you do in this fine ensemble? I play the fiddle, I uh, play a little bit of ukulele, a little bit of vocals, and uh, yeah, that's about it right now. A little so, bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> nah. She has a lot of it. A lot she of has fiddle, a lot of a it. Lot of yes. yes. A little bit of ukulele. <laughs> Next up is? Carl Kennedy. Okay. And I play the Balranjong, and just a very wee bit of vocals. Oh, finally, somebody <laughs> speaking Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I handle the business affairs for the band. Whoa! Well, we are going to talk about that at some point because you guys are you guys are are, are uh, really uh, uh, making a big splash, uh, and I think it you know comes from the majority of the talent in the band, but also you're pretty savvy with that kind of stuff. So, but you didn't say anything, you didn't say anything nice about the person directly across. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Sandy Finnerty, and I play. Fiddle, a little bit of mandolin, and some vocals. Okay. She's also one of the founding members. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Next. Michael J. Miller. What's the J stand for? John. Okay. My father's name. Good. And uh, play guitar and sing and play Irish bazooki. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the, the the bazooki, not the bazooka. Yes. Both are lethal weapons, but one <laughs> one has the least effective maximum range. So, and then last but certainly not least. Hi, I'm Billy Jo Shank, and I play Penny Whistle. Now, I started on Silver Flute and self-taught myself Penny Whistle, and I'm still working on Irish Flute. Okay. And I do have something nice to say about the person across from me. Uh-oh. She is my sister. <laughs> See, you beat me to all my little talking points. Go ahead. No, absolutely. Come on. This is good. So, the person directly across, who is Sandy. Yes. Sisters. Yes. So, say something nice about your sister. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. I have so many things. I 
actually tried to pick something from my list. Oh, oh. <clears throat> well, when you think of something, you you let us know, and we'll just we'll just stop, and you can say something nice about your sister. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, as as you can tell, there is uh, there's there's a lot of camaraderie and a lot of laughter in this band, and I've known them for oh gosh, just about a year and a half, and um, uh, just just a wonderful group of people. So, why Celtic music? Oh boy, that's that's a pretty big answer. Um, I think we it, got time, brother. I know. <laughs> um, I think it kind of started with me and Sandy. Um, now let's clarify for the listening audience. You guys are we are significant others. Yes. yes, we are married. All right. And uh, probably oh, just a few months after we had gotten together, still dating. Um, I took her to, I forget which we went to first, it was either Celtic Fling at the Mount Hope Winery near Lancaster, or it was um, a Lorena McKennick concert, um, and her, was that her? That was in Reading. And it was one of the two. And so, I explained to her the, the style of music that I prefer more than other music right now. So we started going to different um, different shows of various genres of Irish and Scottish music, you know, from the traditional to the Irish punk, Irish rock, the, you know, all different kinds of bands. The Irish heavy metal? Yeah. Irish yeah. reggae? Uh, well, <laughs> no? Okay. Irish right. reggae. There is, there is a few bands out there like that. But the, I, and I, she never shared with me that she played, since she was a very little girl, the, the violin, and, you know, depending on the genre, it's the fiddle. Until uh, we were dropping off her daughter at, at school in, uh, in Philadelphia. On our way back, we stopped in, in New Hope, Pennsylvania, walked into this music shop, and they had an electric violin there. And that she spotted and kind of fell in love with. And then she started telling me about you know, how she's been playing for so long. And you and hadn't known this at all? Had not known it to that point. And you'd been dating yeah. for how long? Uh, gosh, a year? Dang, you really held that one close to your no, vest, no, no, no. didn't you? That, I think it was... <laughs> it, it's okay. Yeah, I so, think it was six, six, it was, or it was less than a year. It you was less you, than you a year. held it close. She did. <laughs> yeah. She did. Now, why did you do that? Are you, because, you know... Because I really hadn't played for a very long time. Once, oh. once I was playing symphony when I graduated from college. Wow. And when I had my son, my, my last child... Um, it was just really hard for me to go to symphony and sit and play while I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped. And then my son had a lot of, um, a lot of health issues. And having three young kids and driving kids all around and being the taxi driver, it was, it was hard. Yeah. So the, the violins kind of got put in the closet and later sold. And so I didn't really play for a very long time until my younger brother got married. Mm -hmm. And he's 12 years younger than I am. Um, and um, asked, uh, asked my sister and I to play in his wedding. And so at that point, I went and bought another violin. And my sister and I played in, in his wedding. And I really didn't, the only time I really played was I would take it in. I, I'm also a teacher. And so I would take it in at Christmas time and I would play at Christmas time and sometimes I would play at church but not very often so I wasn't really playing very much at all and I mm. didn't want to have to play in front of him 
because I wasn't. <laughs> because that I was... didn't see myself as very good. No. <laughs> but she, yeah, she's no. very modest. So it. now, let now. So you you didn't just pick up the violin. We'll we'll call it the violin until we really start talking about Celtic music. Right. Then it becomes a fiddle. Right. Um, you you didn't just like pick up the violin and teach yourself because if you play in the symphony orchestra, I don't think they take like you know self-taught people. You, did you study violin? Yeah, I started playing when I was in third grade. No kidding. Yeah, and it, I have always. Oh no, I was getting to you. <laughs> always admired her drive and ambition. There we go. Something nice about. So, but that implies. That, so, are you a professionally taught musician as well? No, I. Well, I started playing um, flute in mm -hmm. the band as a fourth grader, so I was nine, and then I was in band growing up through my school years, and uh, played a little bit in college, and then I put the flute away, but I was paper trained, so I read music. Oh. That's what I, they call that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so for Claire, we are about your paper train. So, 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 so happy your paper train. Yes, yes. You're going to edit that out. Oh, no. That is golden. Certain things cannot be undone. That's, that's going to be uh, that's going to be part of the uh, the the, uh, the podcast's uh, description. Copy <laughs> with paper train musicians. They're paper train. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. So, um, so you guys, Sandy and and uh, Billy. <laughs> I'm still thinking of the paper trains. So Sandy and Billy, you guys have been playing since you were. We we lad lasses, correct? Okay. Um, I, I just want you to know that Sandy's trying to take charge of this whole proceeding. That's Sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now uh, you had said that you played in a symphony at one point, mm -hmm. correct? Somebody else in this ensemble plays in the symphony, and that would be yeah. Young Shelley. Yeah. So. Yeah, Tell I played, I, so I, I played the viola, actually started Williamsport School District, had a, an amazing music program, still does have an amazing music program, and uh, yeah, third grade was when they started us, somebody, I remember somebody arm over my shoulder picking out, you should play viola, and I think they needed a violist in their little orchestra, you know, school orchestra, and then I played viola since then, so then I did go to school for viola, and um, study classical and play in the Williamsport Symphony now and play in any symphony that, any local symphony that I can play in no matter where. So you're like a journeyman viola player. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Pretty yeah. much, you know. Yeah. You'll... It helps to play the viola because they always need violists. So yeah. so you usually end up playing for every group that will hire you. Cool. And so, cool. yeah. It's a lot uh, of fun. But you've also done some session work for some uh, local artists, have you not? I have, yeah. yeah. Just recently, um, played for Leo Armbruster yeah. um, on his new album that's coming out, and uh, that was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to um, do this style of music that I um, have always wanted to do, but didn't know how to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so the last few years has been a transition for me to um, learn how to improv a little bit, learn how to write out some of my own charts, um, and that was really the experience with Leo's um, 
new album coming out, he pretty much said, "Here's my song, and you know, can you can you do a counter melody, you know, with it and and play along with me?" And <clears throat> and so that was a great process, and it's a lot of fun. Cool. And he's a great guy. Yeah, he is. He is a good guy. So uh, we have we have three members of the band who have started playing their respective instruments when they were, you know, wee lasses. So let's talk to, so you play, it's not the drum. It is a drum. Well, it, it is a drum, is, but what's the, the real the, name The actual it? name of it is the Balron. Balron. Balron, I guess okay. is the easiest way to pronounce it, which mm -hmm. is, um, it, it's spelled B-O-D-H-R-A-N. You get Balron out of that. So, <laughs> okay. again, that's, it, it's the Irish language and the pronunciation. But it, it is one of the two instruments that came out of Ireland. Um, the other one's the harp. And so I did not know that. Yes. Cool. Yeah. I thought the harp came from heaven. So. It, well, it does. Well, By way of Ireland. Ireland. Is heaven. No. <laughs> <laughs> Walked right into that one, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah, that's one of the two. It, it, uh, the Balrog came about in the early 1900s. Um, it started out literally as a basket bringing crops in from the field. And then whoever, back then, they decided to start using a stick to bang on the bottom of it. And um, it, it, it's, uh, the, the bottom is made out of skin, the, the, obviously, uh, typically goat or lambskin. Uh, there, there are some other styles out there. But somebody started banging off of it, and it's evolved into uh, what we have today for that type of drum. Now, did you pick that up when you were three years old? No. No. <laughs> no. So, um, so how did how did this how did three year old Carl go to? So <laughs> three year old Carl didn't have any anything to do with any type of uh, instruments, and I forget how old I was. Maybe that's why you were afraid to uh, to play the fiddle in front of him. I think she knew how much I appreciated music together. Um, I, very young, I tried piano lessons a couple of times. I didn't like the teacher. She was mean. So I, did, I stopped doing that. Um, but I, I, my adult brain tried to learn how to play the guitar about oh, 10 years ago. I picked it up. Then I tried again six years ago, five years ago. And my brain just couldn't wrap around it. But I found that I, if I could keep a rhythm and keep a beat, that worked for me. So um, I decided to, and this is even before the band started, I, I ordered the drum, and most of my lessons were all online. Um, and, and, and that's how it got started. You know, just, just follow the, the online lessons from the Irish Academy, yeah, Online Academy of Irish Music, and she got me a, a membership with uh, Mickey Stewart, who is a phenomenal drum player uh, out of Nova Scotia, which she you now lives in Scotland, and just following their lessons. Cool. And finally, this past summer, you know, four of us from the band went to uh, Swannanoa, North Carolina. I was able to take some in-person lessons from Anna Colton, who's a phenomenal ballroom hmm. player. So. so that begs the question, do you consider yourself paper trained? <laughs> I consider myself video trained. <laughs> <laughs> um, th there are some, th there's some paper out there that I can follow. Okay. Um, because you do learn that, especially with, with what I learned this past summer with with Anna. Um, there, there is, but my ear hears the beat of the music. Mm -hmm. That's how I play. Do you so, need, so you need charts with the chords and everything on them. So. 
Yeah. You need to know what yeah. key you're playing in. No, yeah, All the good because, drummers do. We do. And I, I, I tune that drum, especially if you're around at a session, I'll tune it to what you're playing. That's right. <laughs> no, there is there is no tuning for the drum, obviously because the weather and the humidity have havoc like every other instrument. Yeah. Um, so, but you, you do tune it to though that sound that you want, yeah. and uh, cool. it, it, it works. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it really is. It looks like so. it. You guys do. You, you seem like you have a lot of fun when you're when you're on stage. Last but not least, how about three year old Michael J. Miller? Yep. <laughs> uh, been playing a musical instrument probably in one form or another um, for about sixty years. Uh, not counting the time I broke into my neighbor's shed, who had some clarinets and trumpets in there, and me and my cousin went in there and. You know, we got in trouble, but I was only five. <laughs> but it was fun. That kind of so breaking me. and entering didn't really no. go into this. Hey, I mean, yeah. he had it unlocked. We were five years old. <laughs> Door was unlocked. We walked in. Yeah. Eh, that might hold up in a court of law. But go yeah. ahead. Anyway, uh, so I started out with uh, violin. Played for one year. Parents divorced. Because of your violin playing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, then uh, I got a guitar, basically. And the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, you know. But I've I've been a music lover uh, for all my life, yeah. and um, singing baby, so Mama said, and uh, just uh, really enjoyed uh, the folk music scene early on. Uh, you know, Bob Dylan. Ramblin' Jack, Pete Seeger, all of those early folk singers from uh, from the East Village. Is it the East Village? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's well, what good. started it for me. Good, good, good. So uh, the question of the interview is, do you consider yourself paper trained? No, I'm YouTube certified. There you go. <laughs> now, I know you're paper trained. I am paper you trained. You are paper trained. <laughs> I read the dots. There you go. Well, lucky. Okay, so we've got a background on, and it's really it's interesting how you all kind of came to uh, this uh, this this point because uh, your your wheelhouse is more like rock and pop and stuff like that, Carl. Correct. It, it's changed. You know, I, I grew up on eighties music. Yeah. You know, arena rock, hair bands, that kind yeah. of thing. The nineties came around. The Pogues came around. Flogging Ballers, mm -hmm. Dropkick Murphys, a number of other Irish punk, Irish rock bands. And I still listen to a lot of uh, uh, so many genres, mm -hmm. um, but I, I guess with with age, the traditional has you know surpassed all that for me. So I still do listen to the other stuff, and we do go see those other bands. Um, but I I, I I tend to you know um, drift more towards the traditional sounds now. So well, yeah. we don't want to leave this young lady out. No, we don't. She's like, she, she's like, yes, you do. So, so Billy Joe. So, uh, so you, you uh, are paper trained on the on the on the whistle and all that. What what are some of? The, that's not a very prominent instrument to have a lot of influences. But is there anybody that's that's you know kind of your your influence when it comes to the flute and the whistle and that? Well, I love to listen to the Dubliners. Okay. And, um, like Sandy had mentioned, Kate Rusby. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> You're doing fine. Don't worry about it. All right. So um, why don't why don't we give uh, Billy Joe a, a, a chance to uh, 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 come down from this interview high that she's on, <laughs> and uh, let's hear another song from Celtic Wooden Wire. This one is uh, one that was written by Michael J. Miller, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Uh, when uh, Celtic Wind Wires uh, completes this song. So uh, let's uh, give a listen to these guys. Celtic Wooden Wires. 
plural. Great job, guys. Good job. So you, Mike, you wrote that song, correct? Indeed, yes. You did. Um, and there's somebody wagging a tail and closing the back door. What's the, what's the song, inspiration for the song? Uh, well, I have sort of a, a hobby, uh, a hobby horse, as they say, uh, in, in uh, songwriting. I, I tend to gravitate more uh, to uh, dysfunction in relationships and sometimes pulling out of it, sometimes not, sometimes total collapse. But this one here is um, one where he finds a little bit of peace at the end. Uh, you have to listen to the whole song because it sounds like... Well, we just did. I so. kissed last night's woman Ooh. and closed the back door. So, yeah, it sounds salacious. Yes. But oh the more you go... You are you guys family? Like you guys are family oriented, though, right? I mean, family friendly. I mean, you know, family oh, friendly band. Because the, yeah. <laughs> the other song, the other song you wrote on the now, that, and also that that song is your title track for your 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 album. Yes. Close the back door. And the other song that you wrote for that album is "Have a Little Drink." So I'm wondering where this whole, you know, this whole songwriting thing for for this band is going. The it's salaciousness of the, the title track and "Have a Little Drink." Some of my professors used to say, Miller, you've got a wide-ranging mind. Because they would read one thing one week. Next week, they would read another thing. Another, you know, diametrically opposite. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's what you get, you know, I think. And um, So, so songs about, about, about uh, drinking and salacious behavior... Um, does that reflect what the band's about? I mean, is that... <laughs> no. No? No, 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 no. no. And it, it, again, just like Mike said, it, it, we cover different lifestyles, you know? <laughs> People can relate to all the different songs. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's country music or Irish music or rock music, you're going to hear a lot of that stuff. You know, you're going to hear the good times and the bad times and things like, like that happening. But, yeah. but you know, at the, at the end of that song... The dog comes home and he's happy. Yeah, see so. that's <laughs> the dog doesn't die in the song. He no, comes back. It's exactly. all good. So, yeah. so uh, now, so we've established that this is a very family-friendly, very uh, uh, jovial group of people. How did this group of people get together and be so jovial and fam and family-friendly? Um, so, like I said earlier, Sandy's one of the original members of the group, even before me. And, and how long has the group been? Um, I guess technically the beginning of 2018. Okay. Uh, Sandy started out at, with a duet with um, a previous guitar player vocalist for the band. Uh, like I said, it started out as a duet. They did some holiday shows and then um, led into doing some performances for St. Patrick's Day 2018. Um, and that's when I actually joined in with the Balron on uh, St. St. Patrick's Day uh, of 2018. So, uh, and it's just grown from there. Um, that same year, Sandy and I got married, and uh, we had asked Billy to play the flute for our wedding. So from that point on, we hooked Billy and sucked her in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Um, so Billy Joe. So it being family, like a family-friendly 
band is because your family is it is what's it like playing in a band with your sister well um she's very supportive and i love to spend time with her and this is a way that i can spend time with her good <laughs> so um but the music, the music is so fun to play. It it's happy music. Yeah. And this group is a fantastic group of people. Yeah. And they're, they uplift your spirit, and there's something very ther therapeutic about playing. You sound like a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a fan. Yeah. You have to be a fan. You have to be a fan of your Yeah, you have to be a fan of your own band. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, good. So, there, so there's no, like, sibling rivalry or anything like that, you know? There's no, you know, like, say, oh, she, she got more stage time than I did or something like that. Nothing like that. No. Good. <laughs> Not at all. But yeah. sometimes she uh -oh. has to turn up a little loud. Well, we all do. <laughs> it doesn't have to be your sister to do that. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandy, what's it like playing in a band with your sister? It's fun. Is it? Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. We... Probably a good thing slash a bad thing is that we can look at each other and know what each other is thinking. Ooh. Yeah. So that that's that's a good thing, but at times also that can also be a bad thing. So yeah. Well, you know who appreciates it the most? Their parents. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. Oh, really? The, the times when their when their parents show up to to see a performance. Um, they're just smiles the entire time. Because... Are they slapping people like, that's my daughter? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Absolutely All right. They are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, now, the, Shelly, do you consider yourself a sister? Oh, yeah, definitely. We're, we're sisters from another mister, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and misses. Yeah. 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 Yes, and misses. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. We, we clicked Good. right away. Sandy and I actually went to school. Well, we all went to the same high school, but mm -hmm. didn't know each other really at all. We were all kind of a year. So you weren't hanging out in like the same gang or no, anything like and that. No, it wasn't until we all moved back here that we um, got to know each other. Walking mm -hmm. down the hall, synchronized steps, snapping their fingers, chewing gum. No, nothing no, like that. Nothing like that. No, we were both. Shelley and I were very quiet in high school. So really? she played. She played on the other side of the the symphony that I did. I played a violin one. She played viola. So she was on the other side of. So the you're playing in the in the the symphony at the same time. Yes. No kidding. High school, school symphony, symphony orchestra. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Hmm. So we really didn't. We knew of each other, but we didn't really know each other because yeah. we were both shy and. Yeah. So, so you kind of canceled each other out. That's too bad. <laughs> but technically, that uh, you know, it's gonna be like phase one of. Celtic wooden wires. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're at 2018. Oh, hold on, we have a question from the... I think we would be remiss if we didn't bring a back house cafe, coffee and tea. I think we're getting oh, to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're uh, going to get to that. Yeah, well, that's you where like I... You like to plug things. I've noticed that. That's, that's where I came in. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. I, we'll get to you in a minute. Yeah, okay. Okay, so it's 2018. She's playing duos and... Yeah, take it. And we've established that everybody gets along. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I jump in. Yeah, Patrick okay. Stage 2018. That's right. We do a few shows. Yeah, and we were getting. So you're still a three piece with the player to be named later. Okay. Up until July. So from March till July. Uh, uh, we're still in 2018. 2018. Got it. We played a few shows around different places, trying to decide do we really like this? How much do we want to do? Where do we want to go? And I don't. 
I don't know that we had any idea of the path that we were going to go at that point. You know, it, it was just getting together for fun, getting to play out, playing music that we really enjoy. And it started getting, I, I, I guess, more involved. And that's why after uh, the wedding, uh, we asked Billy to jump on board uh, with, with adding that additional sound for the tin whistle and the flute. So now you're a four-piece. Now we're a four-piece. Now you're a four-piece. As of July of 2018. Okay. So we're playing... Like I said, I think like once or twice a month, different places, and most of our shows were down around the Gettysburg, York, Harrisburg area, uh, just because we were very new to the Williamsport region. Um, they're not really used to a lot of bands in the genre that we play. You know, a lot of people here enjoy the classic rock and blues. That's what Williamsport's known for. Um, so we were traveling quite a bit, um, including our practices where all the down around the York area. And then um, things really started ramping up for 2019. And like the, uh, the beginning of 2019, especially the week of St. Patrick's Day, we were getting booked pretty, pretty solid. COVID hit. <laughs> so that put the stops for us, and just like every other band and performer and everything in the world. Um, but we still continue to practice. We, we would still get together. Um, 2020 came around. Things started lightening up with the restrictions. And, and some places, even though the recommendations were still you know, for quarantine and, and masking and everything, some places were opening up, even though they probably should not have been. Um, once that happened, we were trying to get established with... Um, a few other festivals and a few other shows around the Waysport area. Um, we had some changes in the band. And um, just some, some differences of opinion on what we should be, what we should be doing, uh, if we were ready to play different venues or not. Uh, we had a number of people that were asking for CDs every, every place we, we were playing out. We didn't have one at the time. Um, so some differences of, of opinion. We had a, we had to supplement some some players, and one of our you know, our guitarists vocalists went we went separate ways with him, and that's when uh, it was, so it was the summer of 2020, uh, July and August when we asked Shelley to come on board and asked Mike to come on board. I, um, I think it should also be noted that I live. In near at that point for 2018 and 2019 I was living in near Gettysburg um, and our guitar player also lived down in that area too mm -hmm. and then I moved back here um, so our guitar player lived two and a half hours away so mm -hmm. it was also really a difficult for, for us it to was. practice mm -hmm. it was a challenge yeah. and we we wanted to do more with the band and it was very difficult when we all live when we yeah. didn't live together. Yeah. yeah. Now when did the so, session oh I'm sorry, go ahead. That and that's what I was gonna get into, the sessions. All right. So Thank that's you. how we got to get more acquainted with, with Shelly, number one. Um, the Moon and Raven public house, they were hosting um, Irish sessions, what was it, once a month or yeah, was about that? once a month. Once a month. And when Sandy was here from the Gettysburg area to visit, um, 
we would go over to the Moon Raven. She would join in with the, the session and got reacquainted with Shelly. Uh, so that's how their bond you know, brought together, where we eventually brought her on board. And then Michael showed up at a session with another musician. And we're like, wow, <laughs> this might be what we need. And that's uh, when the changes happened and Michael came on board. So summer of 2020, some really positive changes happened for the band. You were the only one that got a wow, Mike. I know. So are you like the are you the, are you the glue? Are you, are you the are you the uh, are you the glue that holds the whole thing together? Is, uh, is that your role? Is that your burden to play in this band? Maybe an egg wash. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us up to your current lineup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so post pandemic, you guys have really uh, taken off. So. Um, Tell us about tell us about that because you guys are booked pretty much all year now. We are, and you know, once Shelly and Michael came on, uh, we were booking. When you, when you look back at it, uh, thirty or so shows a year, uh, and, and that's throughout you know this region down to the southern part of the state. Um, and then it was the spring of twenty twenty one. Because of so many people asking for a CD, uh, we decided, well, let's go and record a CD. So uh, we included you know, two, the two of Michael's songs at the time, Close the Back Door and Have a Little Drink, along with uh, some very well-known uh, Irish and Scottish and uh, a couple of Appalachian tunes uh, and songs uh, on that album. Um, so yeah, obviously since you know, 2021, when, when we were able to put that album out, you know, whether it's a CD or digitally streaming around the world, um, that's what has helped to get us, like you said, you know, look pretty solid at times. Yeah. And, and again, we, we only have so much time. Four of us still work full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. So there's only so much that we can do with playing out and having the time to do that. So we, we do keep ourselves pretty busy. Obviously, when St. Patrick's Day is coming around, we refer to it as St. Patrick's Month because we, we do get pretty busy. Um, that That's getting more and more busy and more and more requests to have us playing in different venues around. Do you guys enjoy Do you guys enjoy being as busy as you are? I do. Yeah. I yes. do. Um, Absolutely. It's a... It's a Great break away from our real life jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's 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 tough to be as, as busy as you are. So I'm, I, it's commendable that you you know again you guys when when you're playing on stage the uh, the, the the camaraderie and that whole I know what they're thinking thing uh, kind of comes through and you can see that kind of evolve over the last year with you guys. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, we, you know we 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 get together weekly unless there is something. You know, where one of us is out of town or something comes up that we can get together, we are typically practicing once a week, sometimes twice a week if we're leading into a show. Yeah. Um, and it's because we enjoy it. Yeah. And, and right now, it, this is not a job for, at least I can say for me, and I think for, I think for most of us, or all of us, uh, this is, doesn't feel like a job because you know, we're enjoying playing the music. Yeah. And so you, you, you rehearse once a week, uh, been working on new stuff. Uh, 
We new are. material? Yep, we are working on some new material. Okay. Um, we have been talking about um, one, possibly two albums. Sweet. Starting to record. Um, we're kicking around, starting to record the beginning of April, maybe. And uh, one will be another one similar to Close the Back Door. It'll be traditional music. It'll have some of, of Michael's originals on it. And uh, we'll, there, there's some more in the time since our, our first album, uh, some more fun, you know, toe tapping, foot stomping, dancing, you know, reels and jigs that we really want to put on, on the next album. You'll have to wait and see what it is. Okay. <laughs> so can, um, uh, can, can we have a, a, a little taste of some of the stuff that you guys are, the new stuff that you're working on, something you just like to, to, to play? I think we can do that. All right. Cool. So yeah. So this is this is uh, Celtic wooden wires. Uh, that's just gonna throw something out there for us to listen to, and we'll find out uh, what they're gonna play after they play it. We'll be right back. Breakfast, another song of, of uh, debauchery and moral turpitude. <laughs> so, but it, now, that's right, medicinal. That's right, purely medicinal, purely medicinal. Uh, to get the humors flowing, correct? Yes, 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 yes. Um, now, not a traditional Celtic song. I mean, we, we started, you, the first song you played was traditional Celtic, and then you know, one of your compositions, and then this kind of, in the, in the, um, uh, triptych of songs that you've done today this kind of wraps it all up in an Americana bow, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yep. yep. Cool. So Irish, Scottish, and Appalachian. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Yeah. Um, now, is that because the, you know the, the, the settlers from those areas kind of went to Appalachia? I mean, yes. so okay. yeah, yeah, right. the Appalachian music, and, and there, there's. Uh, you can find a lot of history on the Appalachian music originating out of the tr traditional songs out of Ireland and Scotland mm -hmm. and the Celtic nations. Do you think that's why people relate so much to what you guys do? I think that's part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's e even though a lot of it's you know, about some sad times. There's so much of it that e even the sad songs are, are fun to dance to and, yeah. and, and stomp your foot to. Yeah. It, it, it's just a happy kind of music. Because you guys have a pretty good fan base. I mean, even in the last year, it's 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 grown pretty well. It's, yeah, the the more that we've been playing, especially 2022, mm -hmm. and looking at what we're doing for bookings for 2023, mm -hmm. the fan base is growing significantly yeah. for the, the, over this past two years. So yeah, we appreciate it yeah. obviously. What do you attribute that? What do you? I mean, because it really has grown. I mean, I don't follow your your stats as much as I should, um, but uh, what what do you attribute it to? I think that it's different. It's also people come and they see us and they see how much fun we're having and they also feel that fun and and they can they're tapping their feet, they're clapping their hands yeah. and it just makes them have that good feeling. Yeah. And so they want to come back and get more of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of these uh, especially the songs uh, people have heard before and they didn't realize where it's come from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially the more well-known um, Irish songs. And then they're like, oh, really? And uh, yeah, they're singing along with us and, 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 and dancing to the music, and they're finding out, well, that's where it, that's where it came from. Yeah. So, yeah. And you can see men in kilts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a visual I did not need. <laughs> yes. I, I remember in November when we played in Moon and Raven, there was a gentleman that came up and talked to us afterwards, and he said he came tonight not knowing that we were playing. And several times he said, this was a slice of heaven. Mm. And it just, it made my heart feel so good that, that that's how he felt and that we are, that we are spreading that joy. Yeah. So um, you guys have pretty much a residency now at the Moon and Raven, is that correct? We do. Um, yeah. The Moon and Raven Public House here in Williamsport, they decided they needed to add that uh, that that piece of that real feeling of an Irish pub, and uh, w with talking with the owners uh, Chip and Chip Roush and his wife Aaron Roush, um, they needed that piece of it to make it feel like you're actually at a pub over in Ireland. So um, he w that's why he brought music back to the, to the yeah. pub, and um, starting this past November. Uh, we, we started playing there. We're doing one night a week or one night a month, and uh, the 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 crowd is growing. The number of reservations are growing. Um, we're, we're we started out you know completely unplugged other than our vocals, and because of the number of people looking to come in now when we're playing there, we've got to get our whole sound system set up. So you have so you have the back line of marshals and you know <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, just like you'd see like the big yeah, wall like, of sound yeah, that the Grateful Dead had. Yeah, exactly. Cool. No. <laughs> so so they'll be able to hear you not only in the back of the Moon and Raven, but also. Maybe like in South Williams. Probably. Probably. No, 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 seriously. No, we, we, and we don't play to blow everybody's ears out, yeah. but, but people want to hear us. Yes. They want to be able to have their conversation uh, while being able to listen to our music. 
And uh, it started out where we where Chip wanted to have you know the music right up front, people that just wanted to be there for the band, people in the middle were the background music, they could listen to us, enjoy us while they're com having a conversation, and then all the way in the back where they didn't have to worry about hearing the music, they could be there for dinner right. and a nice quiet time. Well, that has evolved into so many people wanting to come. We, we, we've got to plug in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're there um, once a month at the, at the very minimum right now. Um, the next time coming up is going to be January 21st. Um, most of these shows are going to be Saturday evenings. There's going to be a few Friday evenings thrown in there somewhere. But Saturday evenings from 7.30 to 9.30. And people stay for the whole show because they're having such a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, the, so the Moon and Raven is it's becoming our second home. Well, I, I, I think for a venue in this area, there's not a better... You guys were made for that venue, and that venue was made for you guys. Yeah. Because that really... I don't know if the, if the term is... Um, uh, ubiquitous in Ireland, but the, in England they have the knees up. You know, at the pubs where everybody gets together and sings, and sure. you know, your drunk uncle staggers in and sings his version of Adeline or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's what the Moon and Raven is when you guys are there. It it's is. like a little knees up. Yes, yeah. and and that's what we're bringing. That's the whole point of, of our band. We're bringing that sound from Ireland, Scotland, Wales, all the Celtic nations, and what they do in the evenings in the pub. They don't sit and, and and watch TV all night. They're going out to socialize, and they have their kids there with them too. They're not sitting there getting drunk, obviously, yeah. but they socialize rather than sitting in front of TVs and, and, and on their you know devices, staring at their phones and tablets and all. That's their social time. And there's people coming in in a in a trad session in any one of these little villages and towns in in in, in all of these nations getting together to play music and have fun. And that's what we bring a piece of. Yeah. And the Moon and Raven is just, like you said, the perfect place yeah. for us to do that. Yeah. So uh, so somebody besides the Moon and Raven, uh, where else are you guys playing coming so, up here in 2023? So the the other thing, and we, we can't leave them out because they've been so gracious with letting Good. us have session twi <laughs> twice a month. And this has been going on since, oh my gosh, I think we're going into more than four years. Yeah. More than four years now, wow. uh, Backhouse Cafe Coffee and Tea in Williamsport. Uh, they're at the corner of uh, West 4th Street and Maynard. Um, just a nice little, uh, I shouldn't say little, it's one of the original mansions in, in Millionaire's Row in Williamsport, converted into a coffee and tea house. And they've been fantastic with, ha with having us play there um, twice a month. So the second and fourth Fridays, Starting at 6.30, going until at, at the very least 8.30 in the evenings. We're there for a traditional Irish session where any musician can come in and join in and play this style of music. And, and at all levels of musicians are welcome from the very beginner that has no idea what they're doing to the very well-versed and experienced musician. So we, we, we've got to let people know about that because oh. they're, you know, they've been... They've been fantastic to us. I plug it every week on my show. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we love absolutely. it when new people yes. come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, 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 the people coming just to listen, that's been growing also yeah. because they're now finding out, hey, this is really cool. What's yeah. going on there? It's it's nice to have a listening audience because it, you, you had mentioned the moon and rave. You know, people are having a conversation. They're on their phone. Um, the, 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 the back house session is, is not so much a knees up, but it's a, it's a, it's a listening room. There are very few people on their phones 
uh, for the session. That's so, very true. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. And, yeah. and, it, and it's not a formal show. Yeah? Right. So like, it's not nonstop music. It is, yeah, it's not nonstop music. Right. We're chatting in between the, the songs and tunes that we play, yeah. trying to decide, well, what are we going to play next? And how do you play this? How do you do that? What key are you in? Just, you know, going back and forth. Yeah, and very yeah. informal, very laid back yeah. for anybody to come yeah. and, and, and hang out with all the other musicians. So your your um, uh, your monthly residency at the Moon and Raven, yep. the uh, twice a, uh, twice a month uh, sessions at the Back House. Yep. And what else you got coming up? So um, and more coming in besides what I'm going to list off for you now. Um, obviously, with with our music, St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Month, uh, March of every year. Uh, we really get busy, and it, it's actually at the point where ha we're having to either, you know, unfortunately bow out and saying we're already booked, or maybe give a referral to another band, you know, from somewhere out of the area. So uh, Friday, March 10th, uh, from 6:30 to 8:30, we're at the Backhouse Cafe. That's going to be not just a regular session, but our band um, doing a, a show there. Other music, musicians are welcome to join in like they did last year. Saturday, March 11th, we're back at the Moon and Raven again for our monthly show. That's 7.30 to 9.30. Uh, Wednesday, March 15th, we're doing a private show, a uh, private party at uh, John Ryan Brewery in Williamsport. Uh, Thursday, March 16th, we're at New Trail Brewing, and that's going to be from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. that evening. That's going to be their St. Patrick's Day party. Friday, March 17th, uh, we, we did one of the local school districts last year, uh, this past uh, 2020, or 2022. Uh, we did a, a show for one of the local elementary schools. We may or may not do that again. We're waiting to find out. Um, that evening, we're going to be back at Bald Birds Brewing in Jersey Shore. And this is going to be our third time for St. Patrick's Day there, besides all the other shows we've done there. That's 7 p.m. till 9.30 p.m. on St. Patrick's Day. Um, Saturday, March 18th, um, that one, we're still finalizing the details. It's confirmed we're going to be there, but we've been asked not to you know, release any of the surprise what we're going to be doing on Saturday the 18th in the afternoon. It's going to be in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, I can tell you that. It's going to be probably four or five other bands involved, downtown Lancaster. Um, and then that evening, we're doing another party for the Ancient Order of Hibernians, uh, Cumberland County Division in Camp Hill from 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. that night. Uh, we're just yet finalizing some details with uh, Vineyard, um, Springgate Vineyards in Harrisburg. Uh, they're going to have us there on Sunday, March 12th, it looks like, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., along with Irish dancers and, and some other bands. So who gets you for, like, true St. Patrick's Day? Who, who, who gets you for that? Ball Birds Brewing Company in Jersey. So that's the they actual, so that's St. Patrick's that Day. That is St. Patrick's Day, and okay. we've had some big crowds there, especially yeah. the past two. So, yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, and so if anybody wants any more information, where can, they, where can they find you out on the interwebs? So we have a number of places to go to. Uh, we do have our own website that we started January of last year. That's uh, CelticWoodAndWires.com. Uh, it's plural, right? Wires. Wires. Unlike when somebody says wire. Wires. <laughs> and so, but we just kind of chuckle when we hear that. <laughs> Celticwoodandwires.com. Um, also on social media, we are on Facebook. If you search Celtic Wood and Wires, uh, we do have uh, 
our, our Facebook page, which has been in existence now, I think, since the band started, uh, like five years ago. Uh, we have our YouTube channel now with just a, a, a couple of videos on it. We plan on adding more, so if you search us on YouTube, and we are on all the digital platforms. Uh, we have uh, uh, our presence on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, and I can't think of the other ones. There's like 16 of them total. And then wow. uh, Instagram, we also have um, a presence there also. LinkedIn? So we're not on LinkedIn. MySpace? I think we're out doing MySpace. Okay, all right. No, you should, you should work that out. is anybody actually doing MySpace? We are. We have, we have, one, we have yeah. one follower. Yeah. He's kind of sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are we are setting up Bandcamp. Ooh, so I'm in, I'm in the process of getting that uh, finalized. So we will be on Bandcamp. You can, you'll be able to download our album if you want to or stream the music, however you'd like to do it. But we are working on Bandcamp. So we'll be looking forward to maybe a couple more albums in the discography then. That's after, what after we're planning at this point. Good, good, so. good. All right. Any words of wisdom? Any parting thoughts? Last requests, starting with you, young Millie Jo. <laughs> well, um, I've learned from this experience that one of the most enjoyable parts is that music brings people together. Yeah, and you got, and, and this band is kind of, um, kind of, is, is is, you guys kind of bring that out. Yeah. And there's no better feeling than seeing the audience clapping, tapping their foot, smiling. Yeah. yeah. If they're dancing, that's, you know, that's better than... That's the best. That's what you get paid for. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. Mr. Miller, any last thoughts? Yeah. I, I retired in 2019. In the last five years of my career, my mantra was quit my job, play my guitar. And I'll be jiggered if that's not what happened. And I'm very thankful because it... It would. It's just added so much to my life, and uh, yeah. two thumbs get up. The, get the, get to hang out with some cool people. Absolutely. Sandy, any parting thoughts? Last requests. Um, I'd like to thank you for being so supportive of us, and oh. um, and and willing and doing this and getting our name out there because right. you're helping us too. So well, you, so you know, we do what we can. So thanks, Carl. Or should I give you the last word? <laughs> I talk a lot. Give me <laughs> you, you know, I was waiting the whole time to like, you know, make a jab. You know, I was like, oh, but I, I waited because I, I knew I get in trouble, especially from Sandy for talking so much. But if you don't interact with everybody, though, I have, play, like, I have played places where yeah. the, the the venue comes up and says. Thank you for talking to people. Because yes. I'm the same way. You can't shut yes. me up sometimes. No, that's and right. you know. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, all right. Any last words, parting thoughts? Oh, so you're gonna have me say the last word? <laughs> no, um, no, we're gonna, we're gonna get the. Mm -hmm. Shelly's gonna wrap everything up. For so me. I guess what it is. No and pressure. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sandy hit on it. Thanking everybody for being so supportive of us because I think when we have an audience that's getting into what we're doing. It, it just drives us that much more to keep playing. And, and a couple of places that we play, um, the, the, the audience is so into it and just pushing us that, you know, the, the last place we had like that, um, well, the Moon and Raven is a great example of it. 
people just want us to continue playing. And we'll play like in half an hour beyond when we're supposed to be done because we are actually having a blast. Yeah. So we, we've got to be able to you know, thank everybody for supporting us, coming to our shows, all of our families, all of our friends, families for putting up with us when we have to do this instead of maybe being involved with some other you know, event going on. So, yeah, thanking everybody for, for being a big part of what we do. Yeah. Shelly, you get the last word. Well, no I, I would have to echo Mike and, and just say the same thing. I'm just thankful to be able to, to play music. And, um, and every once in a while, I just you have one of those surreal moments, like right before you start playing, where you're just like, I get to do this, you know? And I feel very fortunate and blessed, and, and, um, and I'll be doing it forever. Um, so yeah. it's, uh, it's a pleasure. It's, yeah. it's, I, I was I was having a conversation with another musician that's in a band, and he he had said, "Man, it's just it's it's great to have a group of it's all guys with his band. He said, it's great to have a group of guys that you just like hanging out with, and the second thing is you get to play music together, and it sounds like that's what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. So it has been my absolute pleasure to be able to sit down with uh, Celtic Wooden Wires, <laughs> plural." <laughs> Um, and uh, we, as I said, they are they are not only charter members, but they are the uh, they are the original uh, first song on the Rec Room Radio Hour when we started in October. So uh, this will not be the last, the first. Uh, this is the first time we've interviewed them, but this will not be the last time. Uh, and uh, we'll check in with them again uh, and see how their St. Patrick's Month went. Uh, so uh, on behalf of the Rec Room Radio Hour and WPXI, thank you guys. You guys did great. Thank you very much. So, and, and last thing, yes, we did promise you when we do the new album, you get first shot at. Thank you very end. much. That means a lot. <laughs> that means a lot. Okay, we'll see you next time on the Rec Room Radio Hour podcast. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Rec Room Radio Hour podcast. Thank you for uh, devoting a little bit of your time to learning about the diverse and eclectic music scene here in the central Pennsylvania Susquehanna Valleys. From Danville to Bloomsburg, down to Northumberland, up to Williamsport, Lock Haven State College, back down to Lewisburg, Sunbury and Sealers Grove. We have a wide variety of local music artists and we hope that you enjoy getting to know them a little bit you can listen to the rec room radio hour each week on wxpiradio.org tuesdays at 6 p.m eastern time and while you're at uh, wxpiradio.org make a contribution to help fund and keep our community radio station strong and vibrant until next time don't fret stay tuned and play nice.